0: Welcome to the Moonlight of Emuna, Parshas Nasai. This week's learning should be as chus for for shlem for chana mashba zvil cheras ba zrochol shmel shayizam b'chavachav manach ben ofira mihachayim ben sarah lulinishmas henny bas Mechel. So we have an action-packed parsha. This week's parsha opens with the uh, finishing the Avoida of the Levium, carrying the mishkan. It talks about the Soita, it talks about the Nazir, we have Birchaz Kehanim, we have the Karbonus of the Nisiyam, and a few other uh, topics are sprinkled in there. But I want to focus for those who uh, recently finished Soita in Daf Yomi, we know that on Daf Bez, the Gemarion Soita tells us that the reason why the Torah puts the Parsha of Soita next to the Parsha, Parsha of Nazir, and Rashi quotes it here on, in Parak Vav Pasuk Beis says Lamin Ismacha Parshas Nazir laParshas Why was the Parshah of Nazir put right after the Parshah of Soita? Laimalacha, tell you Shakala shekalaroya Soita pikelkula. Whoever saw the Soita in her degradation? Yaze atzmei minayayin. He he would uh, he would make a neder to be a nazir. He would make himself a nazir to hold himself back from wine. they knew because that's what brings to these this inappropriate uh, action. All right. That Rashi adds those last few words, not from the Gemara, from uh, from a, uh, a from a medrash. So the idea is that somebody who sees the Saita, the Saita is the woman who was unfaithful, or at least uh, suspected of being unfaithful to her husband, which is which is. Um, behavior that is brought about by wine so therefore he takes on uh, nazirus which is uh, something uh, t- t- to stay away from wine right and those who learned uh, pi- right before we learned mesachthasite we learned mesachthas uh, nazir the gamarian nazir mentioned this also in the beginning so th- that, that's the that's the idea and we've spoken in the past about this about this concept but i saw a beautiful idea from the amunisita kha from Rav Moshe wolfson uh, and he says he says as follows we know that when a nazir finishes his Nazir's period, however long he made himself a Nazir, a minimum of 30 days, so he has to bring karbanis, and one of those karbanis that he brings is a is a chatas and the Pasuk refers to it and the, the Gemara discusses the Gemara in both the Nazir on Dafyud Tess and in Eddaram on Dafyud the Gemara discusses over there whether wh- what Avera the, per, the Nazir d- did so the Gemara tells us that there's a tummy Nazir and, uh, and he became tummy when he was a Nazir but the Gemara asks about a regular Nazir who did everything properly, what was his Avera and the Gemara tells us the opinion of Relezer Kapar, who says that that he pained himself by withholding from wine. That taking on the, a Nazirist, becoming a Nazir, includes a, a sin because he withheld himself from wine. Tois in Babakama, and Davtsadi Aleph in Babakama asked the question, he says, These two things seem to be at at conflict. Because the Gemara that we quoted from Soita Beis that says that Kaloroya Soita whoever saw Saita in her degradation, Yazaatzmayain, he, he took on this uh, this period of Nazirus to prevent himself from wine, sounds like it's a good thing. It's a mitzvah to, to t- become a Nazir, to prevent oneself from being put into these positions. But the, but Rebbe Lazar Kaper very clearly tells us that it's an avera that he, there's some kind of sin here that he did, right? That, that he did some kind of sin by becoming a Nazir, by, 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 by being Mitzahar himself, by preventing himself from enjoying wine. And Tosius over there deals with it, and Tosius basically comes to the conclusion, Tosius goes back and forth, but Tosius comes to the conclusion that it is a mitzvah, it's a mitzvah that he did this, but there is some level of, 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 uh, of an avera there, and Tosius compares it like somebody who fasted on Shabbos, and even though he was, uh, he was required to fast, or he was supposed to fast on Shabbos, but he has to fast again to make up for it. So in other words, it was a good thing, but there was some negative to it. Rabbi says it's a bigger mitzvah than it is an avera, but there is some level of an avera, avera in in it. But Wolfson offers a different idea. He says. Uh, he notes the Lashon of the Gemara. The Gemara says, Whoever sees the Saita in her degradation, so he'll withhold, he'll refrain from drinking wine. And the question he asks, the first question he asks is, why does he have to see the Saita in her degradation? The Torah tells us, we already know that uh, the, what the Saita does or was suspected of doing is something negative, right? being unfaithful to her husband, and we know that it's caused by wine. The Torah tells us all these things. So why do I have to see it? Why not the fact that, that I know this? Why shouldn't I refrain? refrain from wine before I see the Saita? Why do I have to get to the point of seeing the Saita in this kind of uh, predicament in order to, to decide that I have to withhold from wine? I read the story of the Saita and this week in Shul will hear the, the story of the Saita being read. I should say right away, oh, I'm going to refrain from wine. Also, in the psukim in this week's parsha that the Pasuk is based that the gemara is based on the, the psukim used the words me'ashachata al nefesh He sinned against the soul. And really, what we're talking about here are very physical sins: adultery, wine t- drinking to excess. These are these are physical sins. So why does the Torah use the lation of the nefesh, which refers to more spiritual things, and not uh, and not to the gof? This is a this is a regular vera. Why does, why does the Torah specify that this is like a soul-based uh, Avera. These seem to be very physical averas. So he quotes a very famous, a very famous idea from the Balshemtov. You've probably heard it in different formats over the years. But there's a story with the Balshemtov that he once saw somebody be Michal Shabbos. He once saw somebody. He witnessed somebody be Michal Shabbos Leilenu, and he said that it's not possible that I just saw this. And I'll read you the words of the Balshemtov. It's Balshemtov Al Torah and Bereshis. It's Kufchav Zion, and he says that. Um, that the Balshemtav said it's quoted from the Balshemtav. It's not the exact words of Tov, but it's quoted by his Talmidim. It says that if there's a person who's completely pure and never did anything wrong in his life it would be impossible for that person, the person who's completely pure to see any negative in anybody else he would not be able to see something negative in anybody else or to or to hear anything bad about somebody else right because Hashem would not allow him to see or hear something bad so therefore says the Baal Shem Tov, if a person sees somebody do something wrong or he hears that a person did something wrong, he has to know that there's some level of this in him, he, there's something wrong in him, even if he's a tzaddik, right, there must be some, so he must have a little bit of, uh, of a flaw in this area that he saw, otherwise it would be impossible to see that. And elsewhere it's quoted that the Baal Shem Tov had this story of, of, of um, it's not quoted in the same place as the Baal Shem Tov, but it's quoted that the Baal Shem Tov saw somebody um, somebody uh, Michal Shabbos and he took it very seriously because he knew that he was very careful with Shabbos and how could he see somebody uh, um, be Michal Shabbos and then he realized that Talmidei Chacham are called Shabbos. Talmidei Chacham are called Shabbos. This is by the way quoted in the Hechel HaBrocha on Chomish on, on Parsha Shlach and he says that he realized that he must have once um used used the services of a Talmud Chacham that's called Shabbos and for somebody on his level that was considered a Shabbos and therefore he went to correct this he went he went to correct this, uh, this Avera he saw this as a flaw not Avera, but he saw this as a flaw uh, and he had to be more careful with how he treated Talmud Chachamim. But what we learn from the Baal Shem Tov is that if I see something in somebody else, I see somebody else doing avera and e- e- even if I don't think I've ever done that avera or I have no or or I've been so good in that area Obviously, there's something, there's a flaw in me in connected to that, to that, uh, to that there. Therefore, the Gemara tells us, somebody who sees it. Yes, it's true that we know, we read the Parsha and we know that there's a concept of Saita and we know that wine brings about, can bring, you know, excessive drinking can bring that about. But that, that we understand and we know and we take reasonable precautions. But if I see a Saita, I'm standing here and I see the process of the Saita going on in the base of Migdash. I see this, right, then I realized I have to look at about it a bit differently. So before I saw it, I knew about it from the Torah, and really, it's a person's not supposed to. Uh, withhold and refrain from wine. He's not supposed to withhold wine from uh, from himself because Hashem gave wine to human beings, right? And there's many mitzvahs. We have Kiddush, we have Avdallah. And Hashem gave wine to us, right? Yayin, Yisamach, uh, Lovav, Enosh, uh, as we say and tell him. They were supposed to use wine in a proper way. So when I just know about the concept of a seita, I'm not supposed to withhold refrain from wine. I'm not supposed to make an neder to be a Nazir that I'm not going to drink wine anymore. I know about this concept in the Torah of, of Saita. I know about these things things, and I have to be careful, and I have to keep myself away from it, but I'm not supposed to go beyond and 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 uh, and and swear off wine, in, uh, totally, entirely, but when I see the soita, and I see the degradation of the soita, and I recognize that in Shemayim, they decided that I needed to see this, so it's a sign to me that in this area, I'm not my, my nefesh, my soul, remember we pointed, it, it says, me al ha-nefesh, that... My soul is not complete in this area, and therefore I have to take greater steps. I have to take something almost superhuman. Being a nazir is very difficult. Stay away from Tomei, to stay away from, to stay away from wine. Right? That I have to. I realize that in from Shemayim, they're telling me that I have to be very careful in this area. That something is not corrected in 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 me, in my neshama, in this area. And therefore, even though uh, for a regular person who just learned these halachas and understands the dangers of adultery of, of unfaithfulness, he takes reasonable steps. But the person who sees the soita, he recognizes as the Baal Shem Tov taught so if you see somebody doing an avera, there's a message in that for you. You have some work to do in this area. And therefore, when the person sees the Saita, he has to de- he decides I have to take I have to take superhuman uh, uh, efforts in this area to keep myself away. I have to go beyond what normally is is expected of a Person, or is even desired of a person. But there's some message here to me. And that's why the Pusik says, explains, because this is not just, you're right, these are physical averis, adultery, uh, wine, these are the excessive drinking, these are these are physical averis. But this is a sign that there's something wrong in your neshama, right? That you're being told that in your neshama there's a certain uh, draw to these things, that there's something, there's a flaw here that you have to work on, right? And 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 says Revolfson, that's the avera that revelazar Elazar was talking about. This idea that the person who does a nazirah, which we know is such a tremendous mitzvah that the Gemara says it's some, it's a response to the nazar But you know what? There was a preceding sin in this area. Now, like in the case of the Balshemtav, where it was Chil and he learned that he had to be care- more careful with Tamid It doesn't mean that the person Chazal Shom committed adultery, but there's some avera in him. There's some flaw in him. There's something he's done that makes him more susceptible in this area, and therefore that is the chet possibly, that he has to do tshuva for, that the chait that he's bringing the chatos for, right? that And because of that avera, he had to refrain from wine, which itself is a little bit of an avera, because this person's supposed to be able to enjoy wine in holy and proper ways, and therefore that is the series of sins that he has to be chaper for, that he has to bring the carbon for. So this, it comes out beautifully, according to this, that yes, the nazir itself, the, the, the period of naziris itself is a tremendous mitzvah, it's a tremendous level of holiness, but what preceded that was the person who saw the soita and realized that there was some kind of hate inside of him, something he had done wrong, something that was that was flawed, flawed in him, and therefore he had to now refrain from even the, the proper uses of wine. That includes a sin, and that's why it it specifically is haraya soita b'kakulav. He sees this. It's a message from Shemayim, and the truth is, there's a message for us, for all of us, in this. That very often we see negatives in other people, we see something that we look and we look down on, and we and we. We feel like making fun of them hopefully we don't but we feel like making fun of them or we feel a superiority complex it's very important to m- remember this message of the of the of the Baal Shem Tov, that if we're seeing something negative in somebody else there's some there's some message there from Shemayim Shemayim is telling us it may not be exactly the way that person did the Avera like the case of Baal Shem Tov. he wasn't Michal Shabbos but he realized by thinking about it what else is this connected to and what else do I need to fix in my in my, in my life but and if a person lives that way it's almost he's getting it it's almost like he's getting baskals, not actual baskals, but baskals from Shemayim telling him what areas he needs to work on. So instead of when we see somebody doing something wrong, we decide we think, oh, this person he's he's no good, he's he's a low life, he's a bad person. Instead, a much more constructive way. Obviously, if we can help them, if we can give Musr in a, very carefully in a way, and we can help them, or we can show them something good, that obviously is a very good thing as well. But we also have to realize why did Hashem want me to see this? Why did I have to see this particular thing, and it affected? An me in this kind of a negative way. I need to work on something myself, and that's the message of this week's parsha and the, and what the Gemara Saita Saita told us. Kole roya A person could have gone to the base of when there was this, the, the the process of the Saita going on, and he could have enjoyed the show, or he could have said, you know what, Baruch Hashem, I've never I've never been unfaithful to my husband or my wife, right? I I have been I've been a good person, but he has to stop and think. This is what the Torah is telling us. This is what the Gemara is telling us. This is what Revelazar Loza is telling us. This is what all the, the all these, all these Gemaras and Midrashim are combining to tell us. Wait, wait, stop and think. What's the message from Shemaim to you? And how can I use this thing that I saw, this unpleasant thing that I saw, or the thing that I saw in somebody else that, that I wanted to jump and say, oh what a bad person he is. How do I use that to make myself better, to work on myself, and to and to and to correct myself and those around me and to and to and to improve myself and to grow? And with that, if we, we take that outlook, then we'll see tremendous growth in every area of our lives. Because we recognize that every single thing that we see or experience comes from Hashem. And it's for a very specific purpose and we have to figure out how to use those things for the positive. The person sees the Saita, he doesn't just say, oh, that was a crazy story. He sits down and he comes home and he thinks to himself, what can I do? What can I do? What, what's the message that Shemayim is telling me this? Nebuchadnezzar, I saw this woman that got caught up in these terrible things. But, but instead of looking down on her, think about what, what does it mean to me? What's the message there for me? What areas of my life need improvement? So, And if we take this approach, we'll see tremendous changes in our life and in, in, in the lives of our children in our families, and in Mitzvah we'll, we'll only see good things come out of even sometimes unpleasant situations, so with that, I wish you all a beautiful, wonderful Shabbos filled with growth, have a great Shabbos.